Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is episode 45, and should I say welcome back uh, to the yeah. Post to Post podcast. It's been a while, especially it's, since we did a hockey one. It's been months, I think, yeah. actually. It's been... Probably June. Yeah, it's been... Probably, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It, it has been since June. Now, we took a break for the summer. We did some Having a Yak podcasts <laughs> on the uh, second channel, and uh, that'll continue as well, but uh, we'll get into that a little bit. We have a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, mostly channel-related first. There's going to be some changes... And uh, then we'll get into, into some hockey. So it is Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. So it's a long weekend on, on our end. What do you think of that anyway? What do you mean? Thanksgiving weekend being so soon. What do you mean? So it's not soon for us. Well, this it is, is normal. Well, it, it, but this is, this is the earliest Thanksgiving that can possibly happen. Oh, okay. Because it's always the... F- the f- it's fr- the Monday after the first Sunday. Right. Which is today is the, uh, is the seventh, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the seventh. So, so it's actually, the, it's the second Monday, basically, yeah. So Listen, the earlier I can eat turkey and gravy and potatoes, the better. Yeah, but there's something wrong with Thanksgiving happening when it's not even, doesn't even feel like fall yet outside. Like I, the leaves haven't turned color or anything. No, I see. I feel that way towards Halloween. Okay. Uh, now, I think American Thanksgiving being, you know, early to mid-November is a little later than I'd like to see it. Uh, but I think right around the end of October... Maybe the third week or fourth week of October would be a better Thanksgiving for Canada. No, and I I think U.S. Thanksgiving is too close to Christmas. You're getting turkey too close. Like, you're, you're in 30 days and you're getting two turkeys. Yeah, but U.S. Thanksgiving is bigger than Christmas. Is it? Yeah, it's a four-day weekend. And and they go all, they, they go, as you would say, ham sauce on their holidays. They do go, they go turkey sauce. Turkey sauce. And they don't have a boxing day at Christmas time. They just have Christmas Day and that's it. Wait, what do you mean? The day after Christmas, they're back at it. Really? Oh, yeah. There's no Boxing Day in the States. There is here and in, in the UK, but nothing in the States. I didn't know that. It's not a big deal. Well, it's a, obviously, it's a big deal everywhere because hmm. we're celebrating the birth of the baby Jesus. But <laughs> um, but in the States, it's not nearly as big a holiday deal as it is for us. Oh, okay. Thanksgiving's their thing. and uh, But I think ours are just too far apart. Have you ever been in the United States during Thanksgiving? I have not, and I'd love to be. I have. You have? I was in California, yeah. It was during their Thanksgiving? Yeah. You I couldn't. You couldn't have got much done. I was on the uh, Universal Studios Resort for four days, so oh, okay. I didn't see anything Thanksgiving related or <laughs> yeah, because so. the, the place basically shuts down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Huh. All right. Well, um, we have some milestones that I thought we'd mention. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Post to post has reached over seven million views, which is awesome. Wow. We're just approaching thirty-six thousand subscribers. But on more post to post, we've reached the one million views. I, so I was watching that creep up the last few days. So mm-hmm. we have we have crossed over. I yeah, didn't crossed check over, this yeah. morning. Good stuff. Yeah, I've crossed over. Um, as far as changes go with the, the channel, um, there are going to be some mm-hmm. as the season starts. Uh, the podcast will release hopefully every single Sunday night. Now we're going to try and do a hockey podcast every single Sunday for the entire season. On Sundays where we have a little bit more time, we're going to try and get in having a yak as well. Okay. If there's really not that much to talk about in the hockey world, we might say, let's just skip this Sunday for the hockey podcast and we'll do having a yak. For those listening or watching who don't know what having a yak is, it's our other podcast where we talk about life and answer your questions and just have, it's basically just a conversation. Yeah. But it comes out in the same feed in the same way. So if you're subscribed, you're going to get either one or both, right? Uh, you have to be subscribed to the second channel to get the video version of that. Yeah, but the audio version, like the iTunes, 
uh, right. or whatever will be the same fee. exactly yeah. same um let's see um so we're gonna i'm gonna try and release it every single sunday and if i don't get to it then monday at the latest but you can expect it so um there was going to be even more changes for the podcast for this coming year because uh we wanted to create more funding for the channel because we wanted to upgrade the mics and we wanted to get a, a better table you can in the video people can see that we have this black curtain thing here on the table we want to kind of make things look better we need new mics these are crappy mics really crappy mics mm -hmm. from amazon so what we're going to do is actually make the hockey podcast uh part of patreon so you pay uh five dollars on patreon a month and you get access to the hockey podcast and it was only for patreon members uh since i had that conversation with a few patreon members i actually got a job so we're not in crazy financial <laughs> distress uh like we were so i'm not going to do that i'm gonna, just going to leave the hockey podcast uh available to the public like it was last year and cool the year before right so mm -hmm. um you can talk about your job you gonna say anything about it no oh okay no i'm not gonna say anything about it but as far as the job goes it's i'm working monday to friday 10 hours it takes me an hour to get there and an hour to go home so my, my days are 12 hours long so that brings me back to the channel and mm -hmm. having not enough time not enough time to uh, release the amount of content that you're probably used to the way this has to work is um we we're going to try and film on sundays and wednesdays if we can't film on wednesdays we're going to try and film on thursdays when we film on those days we're going to film five to ten videos in that in that like time frame in one night right. <laughs> well at least you have every other night off <laughs> so if something happens on a monday mm -hmm. like a big suspension or whatever you might not hear us talk about it until wednesday or thursday so we're not going to be breaking any news we weren't really the channel that tried to break news i don't really subscribe to that mentality anyway of trying to break news i mean twitter is the place where you want to go if you want to find find stuff out so i'm more interested in the conversation that we're going to have versus trying to get it out lickety split so you're you're, you're going to hear us talk about the same stuff you're just going to have to maybe wait depending on when stories break and stuff you might, might have to wait a couple of days for a, to get hear our opinions on that um so that's that's kind of the plan to film five to ten videos over wednesday and thursday have them release uh every day or every second day um hopefully throughout the week and then of course the this hockey podcast on sunday now there will be times where i'm just swamped with work and maybe i only get t two videos out in the podcast a week so th there's going to be those weeks and i do apologize in advance for that but i can't help it like i said 12 hour days and uh there's gonna be some saturdays where i have to work as well so i'm gonna be very very busy um starting now two weeks ago so <laughs> okay and um well good for you it, it's regardless of what the job is and uh, i think it's a good job it's a weight off your shoulders. You were under a lot of uh, pressure, a yep. lot of stress. And uh, the YouTube idea is going to work really, really well. It always has worked well, but not well enough to become a full-time career. Unfortunately not. And some people take that risk. That's what Shannon did. And, and he went all in. He mm -hmm. quit his day job and went all in. And good for him. And I hope it works out oh, for him. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, but for you, you're in the more regular market economy with your job. Uh, YouTube could change their funding model tomorrow because mm. everyone's agreed to it in the user agreement 
and all these people that are making a living on YouTube are out the door. Mm -hmm. That could happen. Yeah. And to tie all of your eggs and throw them in that, <laughs> I've mixed about four metaphors there, but to, to throw all in just with YouTube, with the uncertainty and the inability to govern how YouTube works, uh, it's a risky business. So, And that's why yeah. Shannon and, and others like myself have used Patreon mm -hmm. to, as a fan-funded thing. So yeah, exactly. uh, if you are interested in supporting us, we do have a Patreon available where you can uh, help us keep this ship running. Um, speaking of not having time for things as well, this past summer I had a few couple of co collaborations planned. Uh, one with Selena from The Sports Girl. I think you know her. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we, she's we, great. Yeah, we had something planned, and uh, she's really funny too. She is funny. Yeah, she's really funny. Uh, I, it, it wasn't hockey related at all. Yeah, it was going to be on a second channel. Uh, I, I don't want to say what it was because it's. I'm I'm really excited about the idea. It's just it's a it's something that re involves a lot of work. I have to travel to, to make something, and then it's kind of a throwback. I throw the video to her, and she has to make something. Huh? So uh -huh. it's. It's it's artistic. I still want to do it. I was supposed to do it in the summer. I just had didn't have enough time. It it's, mm -hmm. it is going to take a long time to create that video. So, uh, Selena, if you are listening, I d I do apologize, and I've already apologized to you to you. But I still want to do it. I'm going to see if I can do it this fall because we need to do it. It's going to be awesome. Mm. So, and then there was a few other collaborations that I wanted to do and never just didn't get a chance to to do it. I was spending all my time trying to find work and stuff. So, but anyways, um, that's all the housekeeping news or topics that I have. It's, do you have anything you want to talk about that's not hockey related? Oh, all kinds. That That's not political? Oh, well, <laughs> no, I guess I'm, I got nothing. <laughs> no, I, I just, uh, I have a couple of things that aren't hockey related, but they are sports related. Like what? Like Manchester United made an amazing comeback yesterday. Ain't nobody got time to talk about soccer on a hockey podcast. Okay. <laughs> what, what kind of comeback? Well, they were down two nothing at the half, and in soccer, that's a lot. It is. They came back and they they won at three two, scoring the last goal in the last regulation minute. Ah. And it's amazing because if they'd lost that game, it was all over the papers. Their coach or their manager, they call them managers over there. He was he was gone. Really? If they lost. Wow. And he may still be gone anyway because they haven't gotten off to the greatest of starts. Hmm. Only four wins. That's big and, news over there if you fire. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, so. Manchester United is more than just a team. It's mm -hmm. a it's a culture. It's an institution. So, uh, yeah, I was pretty, pretty pumped. I, I didn't think it was going to, I watched the game almost live. I had it mm. semi PVR'd so I could do a little skipping through the halftime. I was, uh, really excited. Hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Um, Lewis Hamilton, he led from flag to flag today and won the Japan Grand Prix, which was awesome. I have no idea who that is. Okay. <laughs> Next. No, I'm good. I'll just stop now. Did you, uh, watch the UFC fight last night? I didn't watch the fight. Was it... Did you have to pay to watch it, or was it yeah, on? Yeah, sixty-five dollars. Yeah, okay. I I would be disappointed if I found out it was on for free and I didn't see it. Yeah. But I wasn't gonna. I'm not gonna pay sixty-five dollars. Heck I'm, no. I'm not gonna pay twenty dollars. Heck no. Um, but the only good part about the fight would be what kind of crazy crazy stuff is Conor McGregor gonna get up to, right? Did you see what happened after the fight? I did a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that kind of an embarrassment to the sport? Sure it is. Yeah. Sure it is. It's bad. It's very bad, and uh, it's en like, it's entertaining, but it's bad. Yeah, yeah. It, it it turns it into a joke. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's it. UFC. I always thought of it in the same caliber as professional sanctioned boxing. You know, there's a governing body, a huge fan base. There seem to be significant rules. Mm. But now it's more like a WWE thing. It's getting into that, yeah. And, and it's a sport that's come from like nothing to 
one of the biggest sports in North America. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely massive, and I really like what they've done. But uh, things at times have gotten out of hand, and it's it's I don't know. I hope they correct it. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, it does make for entertainment, regardless. Yeah. Um, anything else before we get into? Hockey? Oh, no. I think I'm good to go for hockey because hockey's been pretty fun this week. It has been very fun. It's so been a lot start of, fun. of the regular season. What we used to do in the podcast is go through every single game on Saturdays because that's the night that most hockey's played. And we stopped doing that because it was just getting a little bit yeah. repetitive. We're going to do that to, for this podcast because there's not a lot to talk about since hockey just started. So I'm going to go through every single game. But before I, I get into that, I do want to ke- uh, get into some topics that, I, sure. that are hockey related. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, a lot of people have been asking our opinion on the Marshan Eller situation. Oh, yeah. So if, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, Washington was up on Boston. It was like 6 nothing or something. Eller scored a goal, went past the bench, did a little salute kind of to the Boston bench. And then I think the next shift or the shift after that, Marshan gave him the goods, punched yeah. him in the head a bunch of times. And uh, Eller didn't want to fight. He was kind of protecting himself and stuff. And If you didn't want to fight, you shouldn't have tripped the bench on your way by. Did you watch um, Coach's Corner last night? No. He, they talked about it, I, but it was on mute. I was at Dooley's. If yeah. you guys don't know what Dooley's is, it's a pool hall yeah. in I, Canada. I fast-forwarded through Coach's Corner because uh-huh. I was PVRing the Montreal game, and uh, Coach's Corner came on. I just snapped through it. Mm. Uh, it's still got, it's still there if I want to go see it. I didn't erase it. but uh, Yeah, I don't I don't know what Don Cherry said about it, yeah. but uh, and I, I don't know how you feel about it. But in my opinion, they're both in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brad Marchand get, get mad at Eller for doing something that Brad Marchand has done at least 10 times in his career. Exactly. <laughs> so it's comical that he called him out for doing that and then not just called him out, but punched him in the head a bunch of times. Uh, but shame on Eller for doing that. It's it's in the code, right? You don't do that. You don't do that. You don't do that. Not when you scored, just scored the seventh goal yeah. in what was a 6 nothing blowout or whatever the score was. And uh, sure, you go and you celebrate a little bit. It's early in the season. You, you don't know how many goals you're going to get this year, mm-hmm. you know? So I understand you want to be boisterous, yeah. but you don't do the the wavy, wavy thing going by the opponent's bench no. just after you've driven another nail in their coffin. Yeah, I think it's 7 nothing at that point. Yeah. And, and if you think that because you have a reputation as a non-fighter, then you're not going to get retribution for breaking that code, um, you're wrong. Mm. And in this case, Eller was wrong. But I agree with you, Marchand was wrong too. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not saying that just because it's Marchand. If, regardless of who it was, they're in the wrong yeah. uh, to be punching someone. But with that said... And you guys know that I don't like Marshan, but I'm glad he did it. <laughs> like <laughs> Eller got what he deserved. He did. So Brad Marshan, good on you for doing it. Yeah. Uh, I agree with your decision, even if it gets you in a little trouble. <laughs> so. But if, if it had been a more equivalent sized and a maybe a more equivalent temperament Boston player that had approached Eller afterwards and gave him a gave him a jab, I would be a little easier about it, a little better with it. Like mm-hmm. Marshan is, he just got so much other crazy crap going on in his life and in his game uh he doesn't need that too but mm. yeah i'm okay yeah all right okay. um next up actually that's that's the only thing i have written down before the uh, the games oh my goodness yeah what, i know you have stuff so let me look i do i do go for it so it's me to go yeah go cool ahead. well uh, some of it uh, covers the games but uh i i really I, I focused obviously on the montreal game you can probably tell by the way i'm dressed if you're, Wait, you're gonna talk about the montreal game i was Okay, so what you what you want to talk about has to do with the games last night. I think I think almost all of my remaining notes have to do with games. Okay, uh, well let me start, and then you can you can jump in for every game that you have notes on. Sure. Um, so New Jersey and Edmonton played last night in the Global Series. 
in mm-hmm. Sweden. I did watch a bit of that game, actually. They played yesterday afternoon, our time. Yeah, and I, I really like that. I know that you're not a huge fan of them playing over there and stuff. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I think it's a great idea. I, I love I love to see that. I, I'm probably warming up to it mm-hmm. after seeing the success it was last year in China, too. I right. think it's great for hockey because I, I think 10 years ago, North Americans, no one knew what the Finnish league was or the SHL. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people know what these leagues are because you have players who get drafted and maybe they're Finnish or, or Swedish and they're 18 or whatever, but they play for the top teams in Sweden, like for Lunda or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you're getting some exposure now because of the internet, because of whatever. So I think it's pretty cool. I, I'm really glad that they go over there. I'd actually like to see some some SHL teams and some, some Finnish Liga teams come over mm-hmm. and play in North America against yeah. some teams, uh, NHL teams. I think that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really nice. And mm-hmm. I thought the game was, uh, was a good game. It, it went back and forth. Seemed that the crowd in Gothenburg was mostly behind Edmonton. Yeah. Even though uh, they didn't have a lot to cheer for, the way the game turned out, but they seemed to have a lot of support in mm. Edmonton and or behind Edmonton. Not sure why, but there's a lot of orange in the stands. Yeah, so that game ended five-two uh, mm-hmm. with uh, New Jersey winning. I thought I just watched the, mostly the highlights from this game. Uh, I thought Talbot looked a little questionable. He was he let in some soft goals, uh, kind of more of the Talbot from last season versus the Talbot from the year before that. Miles mm-hmm. uh, Wood looked great, man. That it. Like, he can fight, he can skate, he's got hands. Uh, he looked great last night, so good on them. Cool. Uh, next game, Dallas and Winnipeg. This is the game that I watched the most of. I watched the entire first period and some of the second period. Right. Uh, it, honestly, it felt like a playoff game. I don't, I'm not sure if you watched any of this game. I it, didn't. It was it was unbelievable. I saw some highlights. Well, actually, at the end of the Montreal game, they went to the Ottawa-Toronto game because uh, it was still underway. And at the end of that game, they went to Winnipeg for like 30 seconds left or something. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. I, I loved yeah. I loved that game. It was it was awesome. Dallas cool. looked quick. Um, both had great cycles. Uh, there was fights. There was breakaways. There's everything. Everything you could ask for. It was a great game. And Dallas came out on top five one. Dallas looks good. Mm-hmm. Dallas looks good, and <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> uh, next game, Buffalo and the Rangers. Uh, Buffalo won three to one. Hutton looked awesome. Hutton, right. Hutton made some incredible saves. And the more I look at Buffalo's lineup the more I like it. I'm really, really getting into Buffalo cool. lately. I I love the, the direction that they're taking. I love some of the guys in the team. They're like skyrocketing up my f- teams that I really like. So, and that's, it's hard to cheer for Buffalo with the lack of success over the past 20 years. Yeah. But it's it's time. They are the underdog. Someone needs to cheer for them and I'm going to do it. So they're, they're up on my list. And you see Sherry scoring two goals in that game last night. Yeah. And then we're going to get to the Pittsburgh game here in a minute. Yeah. And it makes you wonder, right? <laughs> like it's... And there were nice goals too. Were they? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next game, the Ottawa and Toronto game. Mm-hmm. A, little bit of an, a little bit of an upset here. 5-3 <laughs> Ottawa over Toronto. Uh, Marner was unbelievable. I'm not sure how much of the game that you watched, but... Not very. Um, what? Like, he was everywhere. He was all over the ice and he looked great. Freddie Anderson looked meh. He let in some pretty soft goals, mm-hmm. and Shabbat had a great night. I think he had two goals. Well, the, the first goal that Ottawa scored, DeMello's goal, 
mm-hmm. it was right along the ice. Yeah. It was really low and you don't see that much anymore. No, you a don't. lot of people are going for the corners, right? Or the top two corners. It was right along the ice in five hole and it was beautiful. And Frederick Anderson knew that it was in the net before it was even in the net. It was like in between his pads. Mm-hmm. He, he, knew, he knew he didn't get down in time and he just threw his head back. He knew it was in before it was even in. So <laughs> yeah. uh, he had a bit of a tough night, mm-hmm. but um, he kept them in the game versus Montreal the other night. So you can't harp on him too much. Uh, Tampa Bay played Florida, and Tampa mm-hmm. Bay won. Uh, that was, I mean, I love seeing close games between those two teams. That rivalry needs to happen. It needs to, because that's going to spark fans in Florida. Yeah, they needed a shootout to win it. Yeah, like it was, they did. It was a 1-1 game. I think Kucherov scored the, the shootout goal, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but Luongo went down. Did you see that? I did, and his own player uh, mm. landed on his leg. Frank Vitrano uh, went down just to kind of a crease a crease melee crash kind yeah. of thing and it, to me it didn't look bad when I saw it in real time then they showed it later and I I still didn't think it looked like it would dislocate anything but he went off with assistance mm. so that that's not a good thing no that's not a good thing but it's not terrible I mean you have James Reimer uh, as your backup pretty, mm-hmm. good, pretty good goalie so yeah um, he came in and he, he played great but unfortunately they did lose that game mm-hmm. excited to see them play uh, the next time they do whenever that is yeah on to the next game, Nashville played uh, the Islanders, and Nashville won 4-3. to three. Uh, Arvidsson scored an amazing goal. Did you see that? I did. I did. That was great. And he had two, actually. But, yeah, but, that, but that, that was a highly re- real goal, oh, that yeah. first one. Oh, yeah. Um, I need to make a correction. We made a, a Nashville uh, video a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I said that Arvidsson had a pretty bad season. I didn't say bad season, but he had a didn't have as good season as people thought. And I, that wasn't incorrect. I still felt that way, but I, I quoted the wrong amount of points. I think I said 40-something, and we actually had 70-something. Um, so I just wanted to make that correction. correction. People make mistakes. I, I apologize. I had the wrong number written down. <laughs> um, Grace led in some weak goals. Oh, is that right? I didn't see it. Very weak goals, yeah. yeah. it Like no screens from almost the blue line, straight shot, and I just ugh, didn't look good at all. <laughs> On to the Montreal-Pittsburgh game. So this is obviously the game that you watched. Um, I only watched the highlights. I didn't. I only watched the highlights. I didn't watch any of the game. I was out. So, uh, but Montreal from the highlights I saw it looked quick, uh, very opportunistic. It looked like Pittsburgh was had a ton of giveaways. It w- it was unbelievable, and I don't know how many were. I guess they were giveaways as opposed to takeaways on the part yeah, of Montreal. It, did, yeah. it takes two to tango, but Pittsburgh was very very. Uh, skittish in the center of the ice in the in the mm. neutral zone. Pittsburgh was terrible, just terrible. They had no offensive zone pressure on Montreal hardly at all. The one goal they got was uh, was you know a really nice goal. It was really Price nice. Price had no chance. Yeah, really nice goal. But, but Montreal was in the Pittsburgh end all the time. The speed that Montreal is able to deploy in these first two games is actually incredible. Mm. Um, and that's what I said when we, when we were doing our predictions. I, everyone was kind of complaining about Montreal and stuff and. As a Montreal fan, I mean, no one complains more than me, mm-hmm. but I, I felt like they would be better than most people thought, and I think that we can see that. And yeah. Because I, I, I knew they'd be they'd be fast. One of them, uh, well, two of the goals were on odd man rushes. One mm-hmm. of those was shorthanded. Yeah. Where uh, Byron and Armia go down the ice, and Byron flips it across, just perfect timing, and mm-hmm. he just chipped it up. Uh, Armia. Uh, Armia over Murray's shoulder, and that was it. But uh, it was, it was really something. And after the game, I was. I watched the whole game and I watched it. Sometimes I would rewind and watch a bit more. Mm-hmm. And it was really that good. Um, Paul Byron, two goals, unbelievable speed, just yeah. fantastic. 
Montreal really had no time to spend in their own zone. Carey Price looked more confident than than he did any time last year, and uh, I just and he wasn't challenged. You know, I think the shots ended up being twenty nine, twenty two, or something. So mm-hmm. there were some shots, but none of them were dangerous shots. None of them were shots from close up. If Montreal keeps that keeps up that fast opportunistic game, and Carey Price plays like the care price we know they're going to be relevant this year they are but and my prediction will be proven wrong and i'll be the happiest guy in the planet <laughs> they're still not going to win the cup or even come close to it but mm-hmm. they could be relevant and make an impact yeah the first two games of the season you can't really you know <laughs> if they play like they did in the first two games if exactly and that's what it comes down Big to if like right now in the atlantic and listen closely you'll never hear this said again the rest of the season <laughs> The lead of the Atlantic Division is is tied between Montreal and Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first, and you heard it here last. That's funny. <laughs> but uh, some of the other players at Montreal put on the ice. Uh, first off, they scratched Alsner and Placanics again. Good. So they didn't play. They're slower, older guys, and they're still helpful and they're still relevant but in these games where Montreal wanted the speed they decided to put the younger younger mm-hmm. guys in and it worked again uh, Armia, uh did Armia. Had, had an amazing game uh, Mike Riley Max Domi Charles Houdon he got a goal um, Domi had an assist Lekkanen got two assists uh, these are young they're not big necessarily but they're young fast guys and it's like having a whole bunch of Brendan Gallagher's out there all of a sudden <laughs> almost it, it's really something and Kokenyemi this is a an interesting stat I just read on the athletic this morning in the Toronto game game one on Wednesday night mm-hmm. he went up uh, off frequently against Matthews he took seven face-offs in that game and only won one of them ouch but they worked with him on Friday. Mm-hmm. They worked with him a lot. And all the other players, all the other centers on the team, Dano, Placanics, um, the, the players themselves actually coached him at center ice. And the coaches kind of backed off a bit. And the players were showing him techniques. And last night he went six for nine, frequently against Sidney Crosby. Wow. In the faceoff circle. And Sidney Crosby himself and most every other player who's known to be a good center, their first year or two as a rookie, their face-off numbers weren't great either. Oh, yeah, exactly. So to have him go six for nine in the <laughs> second game of the season just shows mm-hmm. how much he learned in three days. I guess, you know, it could be a fluke too. Yeah, but, we'll see. But we'll see. But uh, very, very impressed mm. uh, with him. Uh, he didn't really end up on the scoring sheet a whole lot, uh, but he played a he, great game. He had game. some chances, had some shots. Played a great game. Um, on the downside, Montreal did not score in the power play, and they had a few. They're, they look really good five-on-five. Five. Special teams, not so much. Penalty kill was okay because mm-hmm. they had a few times they had to kill the penalty. Um, when your team wins five to one, and your name is Jonathan Drouin, and you finish the game at a minus one, oh, that's not a good night. No, that's, that's bad. The that's only bad. player in the Canadians to finish with a minus anything, and that was Drouin, supposedly wow. one of your ringers, right? Yeah, one of your best players. One of your best players. Uh, he's he's indecisive. Uh, he does a great rush down through, but then when he gets to the other teams, when he gets across the blue line, he doesn't seem to know what to do with the puck. Mm. And uh, very unfortunate. Yeah, but, very uh, unfortunate. But I was really excited to uh, to see the game. And something else, this is my final comment on, on the game broadcast last night. Bob Cole starting his 50th year in Hockey Night in Canada. And I've said a lot of unkind things about Bob Cole, and I think most of the time he's earned them because Bob Cole often doesn't know who's on the ice. He often doesn't know what city he's in. Yeah. He often doesn't know what year it is. But last night, Bob Cole was awesome. Was he really? He was great. Oh. Bob Cole was great. He was on. 
he was... He had a restful summer. He had a, must have had a couple of coffee before the game because <laughs> he was firing in all cylinders. He sounded awesome. Wow. And I wanted to say that because I, I often harp on people and whine a lot. But uh, when they do something good, I need to remember to say something good too. That's right. Absolutely. He, he had a great night. Awesome. So we move on to the next game and uh, a big rivalry here, <laughs> Chicago and St. Louis. Chicago won five to four. Mm. Um, St. Louis was wearing those amazing third jerseys. Oh man, they're so great. And and Jonathan Taves had a hat trick. Including the overtime winner. Including the overtime winner. That was something else. An awesome, mate. a great bounce back. Uh, I was gonna say bounce back season. There were only two games into the season, but he had a he didn't have a great season last year. No. I think he scored four goals so far this season in six periods. So really great from him. Um, that's amazing for Chicago fans to see them have that that win over a, a huge rival last night in St. Louis. Um, Vegas played Minnesota, and uh, Vegas won 2-1. Dubnik made some incredible saves. He was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pacioretty scored his first goal as a Golden Knight, uh, I think on the power play. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ends in a, in a shootout by Eric Halla, a former Minnesota Wild, getting the winner. That's pretty Getting cool. some revenge in his old team. Speaking of uh, Minnesota, JT Brown is now wearing number 23 this year. I don't know if you noticed that or paid any attention no. to it. He's wearing number 23, which is the same number his dad wore for the Vikings when he played for the oh, Vikings. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. That's very cool. That's awesome. He couldn't wear it last year because it was used, but this year there was a trade or something, and he get to use 23. And uh, the Vikings even tweeted or made a comment that they were very happy to see that. Wow. So That's really cool. That's really cool, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, next game, uh, Anaheim played Arizona one nothing. One nothing. <laughs> it's not very often you see a one nothing game. No, that's that's rare. That's two good games Arizona's played, and they don't yeah. have anything to show for it yet. But they played well. Yes, they did. And if it wasn't for John Gibson, mm-hmm. Arizona would have won this game. Um, and of course, Arizona was wearing those throwback jerseys. Again, amazing jersey. Um, yeah. So Gibson made, I think he had forty saves, forty or forty one saves. Really. And I think Anaheim only had like twenty shots or something. Wow. Like it's, it was all Gibson. Um, but Arizona gave up a lot of odd man rushes, a lot of breakaways, had some defensive lapses, so uh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Next game, Colorado played Philadelphia. Colorado won 5-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, gritty, gritty is great. They, they, they didn't play in Philadelphia, so Gritty wasn't there. But Gritty, mm-hmm. gritty is great. He, like, the more I look at him, the more stories I see of him. I think Philadelphia, I think the Flyers are geniuses. Like they, I think they knew what they were doing. They knew that he would have this cult following because he's different, because he's scary and stuff. And now he's insanely popular. And I'm on board. <laughs> I like him. Did you see, uh, I, you might not even heard of the show, but every Sunday night in season on HBO, they have Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. No, I don't like John Oliver. Okay. Well, he did a, a, a thing on Gritty last week. Yeah. And it was really good. <laughs> Is it, it on YouTube? It, uh, it, I, I've got it PVR'd, so... It's probably it's on probably YouTube on somewhere YouTube. too, yeah. But it was, <laughs> it was really good. So if you want to see it, just search John Oliver yeah. Gritty. Yeah, it's probably it was, there. He actually even has Gritty on the show. Oh, does he? Well, uh, pretend Gritty. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Colorado did look great uh, from the highlights. I I didn't get the chance to watch much of this game, but from the highlights, Colorado looked awesome. And then the final game, Calgary and Vancouver, seven mm. four. We have a game that was one nothing, one nothing, and then we have a game that was seven four. So people were really angry with our. Calgary predictions in our yeah. thing. It's like, and in my defense, I can't say this for you, but in my defense, 
I said, I don't know how to predict Calgary. I said, it's one of those teams I feel like they could be dead last or they could be second or third. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I chose to put them lower rather than higher, but that doesn't mean that I, I don't think that they could be second in the in the division and they're playing well. Like, people are getting really angry at me and I, I, I was complimenting them. But anyways, that's the internet, but <laughs> it's hard to make predictions, yeah. but th they did look good. There was lots of uh, crazy swings back and forth. Uh, I like high-scoring games, run and gun. Both goalies let in some really weak <laughs> real goals. Stinkers, yeah. Real stinkers, real um, stinkers. Vancouver spent a lot of time puck watching. It reminded me a lot of Montreal last year. Mm -hmm. Montreal did a lot of puck watching last year. Uh, but they in their defensive end, a lot of puck watching, a lot of like just drifting and, and coasting. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Johnny Hockey is a magician. Like an action, like an, a, a legitimate magician, he is so good with the puck. Mm. It's he makes he makes cross ice passes, and people are still looking at him as if he has the puck. I don't know how he does it. He set up some incredible chances last night and some some goals last night as well. Uh, just this a lot of fun to watch him play hockey. Mm -hmm. And really, it, the game was not as lopsided as seven four makes it look. No, it was it was really five four. There was two empty two empty goals. Yeah. But if I was Vancouver, and I would be disappointed in the result, but I'd be some stoked about Pedersen. Oh, yeah. He is the real deal. Yeah, that, he was great. Three points. Yeah. Uh, of the four goals they scored, he was in on three of them. And they scored some nice goals, too. Yeah, and, two, and scored two of them. Mm. Uh, he, he's, he, he is something else. He is. And he's, uh, what, drafted fifth overall in the 2017 draft. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm here. And it's kind of cool when you see, I mean, it sucks to see a team that you know is probably not going to do very good this year, but you can see a lot of potential in oh, the yeah. team. You can see a lot of these young kids, and you know in four or five years, once things change a little bit and the cap situation gets worked out a little bit better, this team's going to be good. Mm -hmm. This team's going to be really good. It's cool to see that and see where it's going. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy for Vancouver, even though right now things aren't, aren't great. They aren't but great. But Vancouver's got a lot to be uh, excited about for the future, like you say. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Really good. That's actually all I have. We're only 35 minutes into this. Well, that's no good. I know. Usually we're at an hour. And yeah. There wasn't a lot going on this week. There's only been, what, four days of hockey? Yeah, barely that, because I think last night there was only two games. Mm. Uh, that Calgary win, by the way, was the first for their new coach, uh, Bill Peters, right? He's uh, Oh, nice. He took over from Gullitson uh, mm. after the, uh, the end of last season. So he's now got a, a win under his belt. And uh, Carolina won already this year. So Rod Brindamore is the coach is there. He's got his first win. Uh -huh. So that's pretty good. There's a couple of interesting games today. Um, and by the time this podcast gets uploaded and seen by everybody, some of the games will be over maybe. But mm. um, Toronto is in Chicago today. So they're, this is their first back-to-back -back right out of the gate. That'd be a good game, I think. Yeah, and they're going to start Sparks. Uh, oh, he, are they? Yeah, he will start uh, in cool. Chicago. So we'll see how that goes and see how Toronto does whether they can have a bounce back. Maybe they were saving a little bit last night because they were playing Chicago, but Chicago's supposed to be a bottom feeder as well, so mm. Toronto can't take anybody for granted after seeing what happened last night, that's for sure. Uh, and especially not uh, not after how Chicago played last night against mm, St. Louis. Chicago really? looked pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, really did. Uh, and and all the big all the big guys look, look good. Kane was, Kane was great. Taves was great. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think it'll be a pretty good game. Yeah. Who else yeah. plays? Uh, the Rangers are playing the Hurricanes in Raleigh, and that game is an after late afternoon game, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Atlantic. 
And with one other game, Detroit is out in L.A. playing the Kings tonight. Ooh, awesome. I'll probably watch that game because I want to see if they play uh, Zadina. I mm-hmm. want to see how well he does. Oh, great. Yeah, and so. uh, we can stay up late on Sunday night and watch a game because tomorrow is a holiday. That's the other difference between Canadian and American Thanksgiving. Canadian Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day is on a Monday, which makes it a three-day weekend. American Thanksgiving, it's on a Thursday. What? Yeah, it's on a Thursday. And most people take the Friday off. So they end up with a four-day weekend. Friday is the, what they call Black Friday, or you've probably heard that in the shopping. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, things are actually open. Oh, I know about Black Friday. Okay. Yeah, things are open, and this is where you have these big Walmart tackle sessions, you know, people busting the... <laughs> oh, hashtag Walmart <laughs> tackle <laughs> session. You know, people just go in there, and they just start ripping at stuff, right? I want to see down in the comments at least one person make a comment and say hashtag Walmart tackle session please <laughs> let's get that trending yeah but we can stay up late tonight and watch all the hockey we want there's mm. a, but again you know there's one game and, and it's on at 10:30 uh, Eastern which is 11:30 hour time so mm. almost midnight yeah that's yeah. that's awesome now I don't have anything written down on this topic but uh, maybe it's worth mentioning and have a little discussion about it uh, it won't be a long discussion but I think the NHL voted and agreed that they would they would be open to considering a bid from Seattle or something like that, or they would. They're they're going to have another meeting in December and make it final. Yeah, they did have a, a, a board of directors type of meeting, a preliminary vote or something. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what could possibly happen that would derail it. They already all voted in the preliminaries that yes. So December's only two months away. It, I, I think at this point we can basically say that. It's a guarantee that Seattle's getting an getting an NHL team. The arena construction has already been approved um, by the Seattle City Council or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's happening, guys. And you don't need me to tell you that. You already know because you've already re- read this story. But I am legitimately excited. What I'm interested in is what kind of colors are going to be used. Used. I'm assuming they're going to choose a blue, a green, and a white. But that's the same color as Vancouver, and they're going to be rivals, mm. probably. So I'm wondering if they're going to switch it up and just do, do something crazy, like orange and green or whatever. I don't know. I haven't really... I want it to be funky. <laughs> I just hope they don't call them the Kraken like you want them to. What do you mean? The Kraken's awesome. Kraken sounds like some kind of food or something. The Kraken's freaking amazing. No. What do you the want them Kraken. to be called? I, I want them to be called the Supersonics or... Uh, the Supersonics. Or the, or the Seattle... Uh, you can't call them the Supersonics. Call them the Pilots. The Seattle Pilots. Boeing is right there. Boeing. Where all good planes come from. The Pilots Big ones. versus the Penguins. Yeah. Who are you going to be cheering for? Or the Pilots versus the Flyers. That'd be pretty good. Oh. Ooh. I see. No, Seattle Pilots would be all right. Um, I, just not cracking. The Pilots just, versus the Jets. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the pilots crashed the jets last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's probably not a good headline. <laughs> no, maybe not. But uh, yeah, I I wish them well. It may be fairly soon, sooner before, sooner rather than later when we see hockey being played in Seattle. It's overdue. Yeah, I think they're slated for the 2020-2021 season, mm, if it happens. I think so, yeah. And they're a former NHL Stanley Cup winning city. Yes, they are. They are. You have to go back a hundred years, but Metropolitans, I think. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind that name either. I hate that name. We have a we have a division in the in the in the NHL called the Metro, Metropolitan Division. Well, you can't have a team that's called the Metropolitans not in the Metropolitan Division. It doesn't make any sense. It can't happen. Okay. It can't it can't happen. 
Do you know that there's another uh, team already in professional sports named the Metropolitans? As in cricket or something stupid? No, it's just in North America. Lacrosse? No, baseball. Oh? Mm-hmm. They play out of New York City. Oh, that doesn't count. They call the Mets. <laughs> well, no, one calls them the Met- no one calls them the Metropolitans. It's interesting when you see the, the entire name of sports teams, what they really stand for. What do you mean? Well, look at the L.A. Dodgers. You, you're an L.A. Dodgers fan. Yeah. Do you know where the L.A. Dodgers name comes from? No. When the L.A. Dodgers used to play out of Brooklyn, which they did until yeah. the 1950s, mm-hmm. back early in the 20th century, they were called, because of all the crazy traffic outside the ballpark and in the neighborhood, to get across the street, you had to be very agile. And you often didn't make it. So you were just roadkill. And they called them the trolley dodgers because you had to dodge these damn trolleys going on the street. And the name was originally the trolley dodgers. And so they named the t- the, the sports team after people who tried to cross the road. Yes. Wow. That's interesting. <laughs> and then they moved, to the, moved the team to the West Coast, kept the name Dodgers, and the original trolleys that people were dodging don't even go anymore. They mm. don't have trolleys anymore. So... How cool is that? Interesting. Yeah. Here's a question for you. All right. Are there whales off the coast of Seattle? Oh, yeah. Orcas. Do you think they would be allowed to be called the Seattle Whalers? Uh, I think people would lose their minds over that. I don't. I wouldn't agree to that. I, I wouldn't. And, and I don't think, in this day and age, frankly, with the attention we're paying to the environment, um, a whaler is really a hunter of whales, a killer of whales. Yeah. And I think these days with all the work that people are doing conservation-wise to save the whales, probably the whalers mm. would not be, you know, be like the Milwaukee deer killers or something. It, I don't think it'd be quite right. Well, how do you feel about the Seattle earthquakes? No. Why? It's just... We already have the hurricanes. We've got lightning. <laughs> we need some more natural disasters. Now, call them Seattle tremblers or something, maybe. Seattle tremblers? Ooh. Mm. You heard it here first? Copyright yeah. 2018. You think if Oklahoma had a team, they'd be called the Oklahoma Tornadoes? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seattle Shakers. <laughs> shakers. I don't mind it. Yeah. I I still like earthquakes better. Do you really? Yeah, just straight up earthquake. Yeah. Earthquakes, whatever. Okay. I don't know. At least with hurricanes, you see them coming. Yeah. Earthquakes, just stuff starts moving. And uh, walls and things start falling down. I don't know if you want to name a team after that. What about the the needles? Seattle, Seattle needles. <laughs> great. You think kids were scared of uh, gritty? <laughs> yeah. No. A lot of people don't like needles. What would the logo be? Yeah. Well, it'll probably have to be the space needle, yeah. right? Yeah. It kind of be a weird logo, I think. Maybe a big hypodermic syringe would. Oh be yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Needle exchange program. <laughs> Trading deadline in Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, actually, I don't have I don't have anything else on the on the docket for today. Well, that's unfortunate because if I had known we we're going to run short, mm. I was expecting you to have a bunch of information. You're the man. Well, I I just I gave you my information, but I gave it pretty quick, I guess. It's all right. But uh, well, we're we're just getting back into the swing of things. This is the first hockey podcast, and. Uh, it doesn't need to be the same like this as the usual ones. We're getting back in the swing of things, so 
we can end it here. So thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, we'll be doing this exact same thing next Sunday. And I'll, I'll, I won't be in my best next Sunday because I'll have just come back from oh. New Hampshire. I'll be back. You will? Yeah, I'll be back probably Saturday night, late. Oh. So Sunday, depending how early we go at it in the morning. If we do it when we're doing this one, which is early afternoon, I'll be fine. Okay, so next week, maybe worst case, we get it out Monday, just in case. But mm -hmm. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for uh, listening on iTunes or Google Play Music or whatever. And if you're watching on our YouTube channel, we appreciate that as well. Um, thank you guys for coming back and sticking around on the channel over the summer. I know things were a little slow for us. Uh, it was doing a lot of, I was spending a lot of time trying to find a job and I've done that now. So, uh, next summer should be, should be able to do some fun things. Yeah. And one thing, one thing we didn't get to mm -hmm. was any more history of videos. Yeah. And that's, I guess it's a big collaborative effort because you do a lot of research and, and finding, uh, images and I do a lot of the text things but I know people have been asking for that we we did get the original six covered and our intention was to finish off the next six yeah uh, the teams that joined in 67 and then keep on moving from there in order of joining the league mm. uh, that's still not an impossibility but it's hard at, at my work is really yeah it takes a lot of time to research yeah every one of those videos takes like 20 hours to reduce so yeah it does and uh, my work my regular day job is one thing I do another evening gig on Tuesday nights where I teach at the airport and that's uh, taking up some time and I've been volunteering doing another couple of things on weekends as well mm. uh, with the ham radio side of things so it's been busy and uh, it won't get much easier we have a big system build coming up next weekend that I'm involved in at the, uh. Uh, in the computer side in our government department and uh, there will be aftershocks from that when that when that goes through and another, another build on December 16th that we're going to roll right into and uh, there's a lot of big changes coming to where I work. And the place I work in, within the department has to be involved in those changes in a good way. Mm. But uh, it's, it's, it's busy. The Seattle aftershocks. <laughs> well, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get something yeah. for them. Thanks, guys, for, for watching and listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you could subscribe if you're not already, that would be awesome. So you can come back for the next week's podcast and other videos that we're releasing. I'm uh, not... I'm not sure what we're filming anytime soon, but we'll film something. We'll we'll do something. So things will happen. Yeah. We'll talk. Things will things will happen. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hope you guys are having a good day. If you're in Canada, I hope you're enjoying your Thanksgiving weekend. And if you're in the United States, I hope you're excited for your upcoming Thanksgiving weekend in roughly a month or six weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you uh, guys coming back each and every video or anything that we create it means a lot. And uh, see you in the next one. Adios. <laughs>